Welcome to the Theological Touchpoints podcast. I'm Julian. The focus for this episode is Foundations, Theology for the Everyday Anabaptist. Today we'll be discussing what theology is, where it comes from, and why it matters. Since theology is a part of the name of this podcast, Theological Touchpoints, we're going to start things off by briefly defining the term theology and discussing its significance. So first, what is theology? Theology simply means the study of God or knowledge of God. Our modern English word comes from two Greek roots, theos, meaning God, and logia, meaning the study of or doctrine of. Putting these together, we come up with this word theology that means the study of God or the doctrine of God. When we're talking about theology, we're talking about our idea of God or our beliefs about God. Everybody has a theology. Everybody has an idea of who God is, of what he has done, and of how he works in the world. So when we hear the word theology, we ought not think of stuffy scholars in dusty libraries reading books where most words are longer than your hand. We should think of the fact that all of us have an idea of who God is, of what he's done, and of how he works in the world. We all have a perception of God. We have our own theology, our own understanding of God. Now, some people's perception of God is that he doesn't exist. The atheist believes this way. Others say that you can't know if God exists. There isn't enough evidence to say if he exists or not. The agnostic thinks this way. For most of us, though, our perception of God is that he exists and that he has revealed himself in Scripture. Theology is not an idea isolated from real life. Every human has a perception of God. Whether our theology is right or wrong, we all have theology. So, where does theology come from? What forms the basis for our theology? Let's look at three different types of theology. We're going to look at biblical theology, philosophical theology, and systematic theology. Uh, Biblical theology and philosophical theology deal with starting points, or bases for theology, or sources of truth. A systematic theology is simply an organization of theological concepts to make them accessible and understandable for us. Let's start by looking at biblical theology. Biblical theology originates in that which the Bible clearly asserts. Simply put, biblical theology is everything the Bible teaches about God, everything contained in Scripture, those ideas which we have chapter and verse for As we look at how the biblical narrative starts, for example, we learn things about God right away. Uh, Scripture begins by saying, in the beginning, God created. That tells us something about the character of God. God is the creator. Everything we see and do not see has come from him. He spoke and it was done, created by the word of his mouth. As we move to the New Testament, uh, Scripture describes God as being the sustainer. In him, all things hold together. And this tells us something else. As creator and sustainer, God is the divine ruler of all, the king of all, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, as Scripture says. God is not assuming an authority that is not his But rather, he is the king and he is the Lord because he created everything. Nothing exists apart from his power. Everything continues by his power. 
These are things we learn about God from Scripture. This is biblical theology, right ideas about God coming from the text of Scripture. As we think about the gospel, for example, Scripture depicts, describes for us what the gospel is. As Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 say, salvation is not something accomplished by our works, but rather salvation is received by grace alone through faith. By grace you have been saved through faith, and that, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. The gospel is not primarily focused on what we are doing for God as much as it is focused on what God has done for us through Christ. But scripture is also clear on the demands of the gospel on our lives. As Ephesians 2 goes on to say, we are his workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Those who are truly Christ's will respond to the gospel in worshipful works. Now, biblical theology does include concepts we don't often associate with Scripture. The terms justification, sanctification, glorification, those are biblical terms. Now, the concepts can be defined in a way that aren't necessarily biblical, but the words have their roots in what Scripture says. It's not a matter of whether or not we believe in justification. It's a question of what we think that means. And sanctification, what does that mean? Glorification, what does that mean? Um, Our ideas can be biblical or unbiblical about these terms, but these terms are Bible terms. When we think of the inspiration of Scripture, the fact that Scripture comes from God, has been spoken by God, the word inspiration shows up in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. When we say scripture is inspired, we are not just imposing a human idea on scripture, but rather we are using the Bible's own language to understand what scripture is. Biblical theology also includes terms not found in scripture that summarize biblical concepts. Remember, when we're talking biblical theology, we're talking about those ideas that have their roots in what scripture clearly teaches. For example, when we talk about the sufficiency of Scripture, or the inerrancy of Scripture, or the authority of Scripture, we don't have a verse we can go to that says Scripture is sufficient in those words. But if we continue reading in 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17, we find that through Scripture, we can be made complete. We are thoroughly equipped for every good work. On the basis of this, we say that Scripture is sufficient. It is enough. It gives us everything we need to be godly. The word sufficiency summarizes the biblical concept. And we could continue that discussion looking at the inerrancy of Scripture or the authority of Scripture. These are biblical concepts. They are a part of biblical theology, even though we don't find these words explicitly in the text of Scripture. To take another concept that's perhaps more familiar The word Trinity doesn't show up in the pages of Scripture referring to God. Yet we understand clearly from Scripture what the Bible says, that God is one, yet God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Spirit. And while this is difficult for us to understand, the idea is rooted in the teaching of Scripture, and this is a part of biblical theology. 
So biblical theology is those ideas about God that are clearly laid out in Scripture to be known and understood. Another starting point, another basis for theology is philosophical theology. Philosophical theology is the ideas that originate in the mind of man, those things that are logical, that make sense to our minds. Now, philosophical theology is not innately right or wrong, but philosophical theology includes those things that make sense to us, yet are beyond what the Bible clearly asserts. The ideas in philosophical theology are often deduced based on the clear teachings of Scripture, but go beyond what Scripture actually says. One example of philosophical theology we could look at is how we resolve the tension between God's sovereignty and our responsibility, especially pertaining to salvation. As we look at how Scripture describes God, God is the sovereign king. He sits in the heavens and does whatever he pleases, as Psalm 115 says. He is not bound by the will of man. But Scripture also makes it plain that we will each be held responsible for what we did with what God gave us, whether or not we respond to the gospel in faith, whether or not we served God well with our lives. So Scripture tells us on the one hand that God is sovereign, he is not limited in what he can do, and yet we have freedom to make choices and we will be held responsible for what we do. Now, there are different ways of resolving this tension, and that discussion is beyond the scope of this particular episode. My purpose in bringing it into this episode is to point out that many of the answers to that question originate not in what Scripture asserts, but in what makes sense to man's mind. In fact, God seems to intentionally leave that tension unresolved in Scripture. John 6 verse 44 says, Jesus talking, it says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. But just several verses later, he says, In the same paragraph, whoever believes in me has everlasting life, extending the gospel to all men. How do we resolve these? And many of the solutions assert as true something the Bible doesn't clearly state. Uh, but they are ways of us resolving this in our own minds. So, as I said, philosophical theology isn't necessarily right or wrong. We all need to come to terms at some level with this tension between God's sovereignty and man's responsibility, finding a way to fit these truths together in our own minds. Yet, we do need to distinguish between philosophical theology and biblical theology, between that which the Bible clearly states and that which we believe to be true but don't have chapter and verse to support. Just because it makes sense doesn't mean it's true. If the Bible says it, then we can know it is true. Let's look for a bit at systematic theology. Biblical and philosophical theology are different starting points for discovering the truth. A systematic theology simply catalogs theology to make it accessible and understandable. Systematic theology is biblical truth systemized for accessibility. And the value of systematic theology is determined by whether it is primarily composed of biblical theology or primarily composed of philosophical theology. The more biblical theology that is included in a systematic theology, the more valuable it will be for us. On the other hand, if a systematic theology is primarily filled with the writer's ideas, if it is philosophical, it's much less helpful for us. 
And now it may be intriguing, to say the least, because philosophical theology answers many of the questions left unanswered by Scripture, but it is often not helpful. Since we're simply batting around the ideas of one writer versus another writer instead of looking at what Scripture clearly lays out. But systematic theology can be extremely helpful if it is based on what Scripture says. It falls in line with other helps, such as dictionaries, lexicons, concordances, and commentaries. So that's an overview of what theology is and different starting points for theology and hopefully an apologetic for biblical theology and encouragement to you to study Scripture as the primary source of truth of right theology. How do we develop theology? Theology is developed by the exercise of the mind. Theological growth only happens through the application of the mind. Now, I realize it can seem unspiritual to say that theology is a mental exercise rather than a spiritual exercise. But the fact that God revealed himself through a book, which must be studied, interpreted, and applied, tells us that mental application is a central part of Christianity. We use our minds to pursue, understand, and love God. Now, we know that relationship with God is much more than just information about God, but the question is, can we have a relationship with God without right information about God? I don't think we can. Right information about God is crucial for genuine relationship with Him. So we exercise our minds so we know the truth, so we can have relationship with God. We also exercise our minds a certain way, and that is to study Scripture to understand the truth. We don't focus our mental energy on any random thing, but rather focus specifically on the Word of God. And it's the perfect place to focus our energies because Scripture alone is the infallible source of truth. Scripture alone speaks what is true, and by studying Scripture, we are studying the truth. We are brought to the truth, to understanding things as they actually are. That's what truth is, right? The correct understanding of reality. God's Word is truth, so by studying it, we come to know the truth. And we all have wrong ideas about God. Those ideas are corrected as we come to Scripture and submit our ideas to the truth of the Word. And as the infallible, inerrant Word, it only speaks what is true. As we understand it, we come to know personally what is true. So we focus our mental energies on the Word of God because Scripture alone is sufficient It has everything necessary for life and godliness. And because Scripture alone is inspired, only Scripture is God speaking to us. Scripture is the only thing that can give us what we need. It's sufficient. It has what we need for life and godliness. And Scripture alone is God speaking to us. And if we want to hear from God, we need to go to the Word of God. So in developing right theology, all right theology is known through Scripture. We study Scripture so we can know the truth about God and thus know Him truly. Why does theology matter? First, I would say theology matters because right theology protects us from apostasy. Apostasy being abandoning the faith, rejecting God, rejecting Christianity. If we want to stay faithful to God, we must know the truth. Now, Christianity is more than truth claims. It's more than ideas. 
but it's not less. We must understand that authentic Christianity can only prosper as correct theology is maintained. Unless we have the right idea of who the God is we are serving, we cannot serve him well. Unless we have the right understanding of what the gospel is, we cannot come to God in faith and be saved. When we lose the truths about who God is, about what his word is, about who Christ is and what he has done to save us, about who the Holy Spirit is and what spirit-filled life looks like, when we lose those things, we quickly wander from any true relationship with God. And those things that I described there are, in fact, theology. Who is God? What is scripture? Who is Christ? What has he done? Who is the Spirit? How does he work in us? Our thoughts, our ideas about all of those concepts are our own theology. When we begin to lose the truth about these things, we quickly wander from any true relationship with God. We believe lies, discard the truth, discard the gospel, and thus discard any hope of salvation. Secondly, theology is important because relationship with God grows out of right theology. We can only have relationship with God if we also have right ideas about God. If our ideas of God differ from how he has revealed himself in Scripture, we are in danger of worshiping a false God. Wrong ideas about God equal the wrong God. Regardless how sincere we are, if our sincerity is directed toward a God who doesn't exist, a God different than the one revealed in Scripture, we are worshiping a false God. No matter how sincere our faith, how sincere our worship, how sincere our works, if they are directed toward the wrong God, they are idolatry. Right theology, on the other hand, ensures that we are relating with the right God, with God himself, and not a God who exists only in our imagination. Having the wrong theology of God is disastrous. For example, a God who is love but is not holy is attractive to us because he allows us to do what we want and won't hold us accountable for our actions or our sins against him. But that is not the true God. If we live according to that idea of God, we will sin against him, indulge in what he hates, and wake up in the day of judgment realizing we were dead wrong. In contrast, a God who is holy but not loving is fearful to us because we will be righteously judged for our rebellion against him. We have sinned against the holy God. And if God is holy but not loving, we have no hope of salvation. But that is not the true God. God is perfectly holy, but he is perfectly loving. And to satisfy his holiness but express his love to us, he has made salvation possible through Christ. That is the true God. This God can only be understood, can only be known through the pages of Scripture. And relationship with this God can only happen if we have the right idea of God from Scripture. That is, if we have the right theology of God based on Scripture. Right theology grows out of the study of Scripture. Relationship with God begins in the mind, it begins with right theology, and then moves to the heart. So theology is important because without theology, without the right idea of God, we also cannot have relationship with the true God. Why pursue right theology? We pursue right theology because we want to know God. We pursue right theology because we want to stay faithful to him. We pursue right theology because we want to have a relationship with him. And we pursue right theology because we want to serve him.
Ultimately, theology is worship. The Theological Touchpoints podcast is a production of Sword and Trumpet Ministries. If you would like to support this podcast, visit swordandtrumpet.org slash podcast or theologicaltouchpoints.com slash podcast. If you have thoughts or questions, you can contact us at podcast at theologicaltouchpoints.com. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.